here are some things. Hello, folks. Once again, this is an episode of the Some Things Podcast. I am Dylan, and with me today is... It's Luke! hey oh, That thing's going for a while, man. This theme? Yeah. yeah. It's the same length as always. No, it just seemed louder. I don't know. Louder? Oh. Well, I wanted it to be more exciting this time. More exciting. Oh, Do well, you think it worked? I think so. Well, we probably bursted some eardrums, but that's a good thing, you know. We don't have to cover the medical benefits. Well, I know your voice was louder. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know. You guys at home, am I louder? <laughs> All right. Hey, oh, so man. I know we owe a few people some peanut M&Ms. Oh, already? Yeah. Um, so my mom has gotten at least one. Mm-hmm. Gustavo got another one. Yes. And Sarah's then, coworker. Uh, Marissa, I believe. We haven't given her one yet? No, we didn't. No, no, okay, we did. No, oh. I'm, I'm talking about new ones. Oh, people we owe yeah, from... Yeah, people who've gotten the phrase recently. So mom and then Gustavo. Mm. Gustavo keeps popping up, doesn't he? Yeah, he just... He, he's a goose. He's, he's, he's got that long neck. He just pops up, comes around the corner like, you guys mention my name? He and mom are working on that number one fan ship. What's that? The, what do you mean? The top spot is oh, number okay. one fan. Yeah. <laughs> I, in my head, okay, because no, no, no. I've, there's a thing called shipping in different like uh, different cartoons or shows that you watch. And yeah. pe- it's people uh, putting their own like, oh, I, I wish this character and this character would date each other kind of thing. So that's when you said number one ship. And I was just like, is there a show that they're watching together yeah. where they're trying to couple up a, a pair of people? But no, I understand now. No, I don't want to couple <laughs> up Gustavo and my mom. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're coupling up. I'm saying that it's it's a show that they watch people ship people that's what it's called uh, it's called shipping like like a christmas gift you ship it from amazon to your home yep 100 percent on the money you got it wow i know you're sounds fun you're smart tonight i try to be yeah well uh not that you people will be listening to this but happy labor day i hope you enjoyed it uh i don't know luke did you guys do anything for labor day did you barbecue or yeah we labored labor <laughs> we put in a bunch of carpet ourselves oh that's right yes yeah so we started probably around 11 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and didn't finish till like 4 30 oh my gosh so, yeah. it took that long it was a challenge yeah just trying to cut it to the the right size and then uh all the vacuuming that had to be done. There's so much vacuuming, mm. and that was just getting the, the vacuuming off like the actual concrete floor, or vacuuming the carpet itself. The the concrete floor, and then all like the drywall, the old drywall at the very bottom that gets covered up by the baseboard. Mm. So okay. vacuuming that so that it doesn't get underneath, and the gluing takes forever. Yeah, and then vacuuming the carpet again because we made a mess on it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that, it looks nice in there. Yeah, I did. I, I did see it. And uh, for those of you that don't know, that's actually the room we're going to start recording in. So this yeah. episode, we, we got kicked out of our room. We had it last week. But, uh, you know, uh, next next week, we should be back in there once again. I just got to remember to bring my laptop because I did I did drop the ball on that. Yeah, we'll let you guys know what it looks like. We'll describe it in full detail. Now, nah, yeah. we'll take pictures of it for <laughs> sure. We'll take pictures of it so you guys can see what our studio, our recording studio looks like. That'll yeah. be fun. We're legit, man. We're like a real podcast. So who's paying the landlord, though? Uh, my parents. The land. The, we don't. The, we don't have a landlord. What do you mean? Uh, well, for the studio, I thought we have to rent it out and lease it and stuff. <laughs> if you want to pay, <laughs> that'll be cool. Yeah, I bought all the equipment, man. I, I don't know if it's coming out of my purse this time around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, other than that, uh, let's see. How, how, oh, what? Well, I was going to ask, how's your week been? I know you've been trying to do like. Um, mm-hmm weight loss stuff how's that been going oh yeah i'm continually fighting uh uh, fighting the good fight people uh with uh our team um once again we i don't know if this was necessarily 
it wasn't a bad week, but it wasn't good for me. For me personally, I'm I'm still killing it. Like this was a eight week program, I believe, somewhat middle or beginning of summer, and it's going to end uh, this upcoming Wednesday on September fourth. Again, I don't know when this podcast will be released, but just to give dates and uh, whatever, it might have already passed. Um, I lost th- three more pounds last week uh, doing my workouts and dieting, so I was excited wow. about that. Uh, but my teammates, I think two of them, they didn't lose anything, but they didn't gain anything either. So it wasn't too bad. And then I think the other one only lost a few ounces. So, so I would say they're dead weight, except they're not oh, really dead weight. Dang. They're just, they're just weight. Yeah. It's, they're a neutral weight. Yeah. Um, they, I've been trying to help them out, give like different dieting tips and advice as far as what you should do with warm ups and workouts to get your heart rate elevated before you start. Um, that way you're burning more calories and stuff aside from trying to build up your heart rate during the workout because say say if you're running the treadmill for 30 minutes or whatever um you don't want to just go right onto it um because all that's going to end up happening is you're going to be building up your heart rate but at the same time you're exhausting yourself and then all it's going to end up happening is you're going to just peak for a few minutes and then come back down yeah as opposed to if you do some kind of uh, not that it needs to be necessarily super intense of a warm up, but just something to get your blood pumping and your heart rate up. That way, again, when you first start, then it's really just going to be active and getting uh, uh, getting the heart rate, the blood rate going, and just burning more calories at the same time. Yeah, um, they're not dead weight. I, it is it is hard to like. It is. It's hard to lose weight because it, it not only is it physically challenging in the moment to do it, it's right. hard to stay motivated, but you also have to know how to do it. Yeah, and I know again they've probably been going through a lot to uh, not not necessarily like super drama or you know bad family stuff but just in the sense of i know they've been working out i know they've been putting in effort and stuff they're not just sitting there like oh well whatever we'll you know let dylan win this for us <laughs> yeah so we're right now i think we're still in first place but there's again there's only one week left and um the team behind us is literally just half a percent behind us because what they do is it's not just by poundage it's based off uh body weight kind of thing so it's a percentage of body body fat lost or body weight lost and currently i believe we're just under six percent and that's accumulated between me and three other people and then this other team uh i believe is another team of four um and they're like i said they're barely uh barely behind us so if we don't lose enough weight this week and one of my coworkers, she's gonna have to weigh in tomorrow so hopefully she did good over the weekend and whatever else and we don't have to worry too much because if if me and her can lose a decent amount of weight i think we'll have it locked in um but other than that it's 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 neck and neck for how much how much weight have you lost total i people keep asking me that um i know at my last job i honestly want to say that i weighed upwards of 230 and that was probably the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Um, but yeah, I want to say it was between 230, 240. Right. Uh, and I didn't really want to acknowledge it. I kept telling people, oh, I'm only 220. But no, because when I started this dieting thing, this is after working at my new job where I have been more physically active yeah. uh, for months back in March is when I uh, first got hired. Um, I Like I said, I was up at that height, but the, the dieting thing didn't start till, uh, like I said, maybe a few months ago. And when I first weighed in, I was about 222. And now I am down to just over 200 pounds, or at least that was last week's weigh-in. So, yeah. That's I'm, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely happy. I'm Again, I feel better. I'm, I don't feel as exhausted just walking around and stuff. My, my knees don't feel as bad when I'm going up the stairs. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, do you um, ever celebrate with like a cheat day here and there? Yeah, well, uh, what I've done, because um, I have had cheat days as, as far as previous dieting programs and uh, routines, but having a full day of cheat meals is 
kind of not my thing. I can't really do that anymore. So you'll have like a cheat I'll ha- I'll have item. A, I'll, yeah, so instead of instead of a full cheat day, I do have still cheat meals. And I've actually been talking to people because I'm not sure what I want to do for my cheat meal once this thing is over. I'm, I'm still planning on sticking to my diet. I'm not just throwing everything out the window, mind yeah. you. But I, I've thought about either calling up Pizza Hut, getting a custom pizza, stuffed crust cheese, and everything to myself, or, um, or uh, there's a place here in uh, in town that does this bacon wrapped burrito that has like a pound. Ooh. Yeah, it's got a pound of shrimp and a pound of steak, and oh. plus all kinds of good fixes. Wait, is that oh, or like ugh. oh, like that's that's great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't tell at first, but uh, it's like when somebody's like, oh, that's nasty, but it's nasty in a good way. Okay. Yeah. It's it. It, yeah, it's nasty in a good way. That when you yes. see the video of it, it's it's at the uh, Sonora Grill here in town, and oh so my it's goodness. it it actually Sonora feeds Grill. sponsor us. Yeah, I, ooh, dude, their taco, everything on their menu looks freaking phenomenal, and that's why I'm really wanting to go there. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I still haven't decided yet. Uh, but I definitely want to have a celebratory cheat meal with again a a big des- big dinner and a big dessert afterwards, and like I said, then get back to my workout and probably you know, work. you, you know what you should do for dessert. What's that? You should do a pizuki. No, Pazookies, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's how you're supposed to pronounce it, folks. Yeah, so, okay, let's talk about this really quick. Mm. There's there's a bit of a debate. Right. Is it Pazuki or Pazuki? I've always been on the side of Pazuki. Yes. Because it's a cookie, not a cookie. Correct. But then people say, well, look at how it's spelled. It looks like it says Pazuki. No. And I just don't buy it. And the other night, I was hanging out with some friends, and mm. I have a friend who works at BJ's. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's I think a, I know this friend. <laughs> she's a hostess over there. Oh, it's so like a ding dong. That's that's <laughs> derogatory, Dylan. No, no. Okay, she's a Twinkie then. Is that any better? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. But anyway, Snowball. She's a hostess over there, and she's always been on the side of Pazuki. Mm-hmm. But the other day, she was. Uh, she told me that her manager was telling her how it's supposed to be pronounced yep. it's supposed to be pazuki pazuki i have won the battle you guys have been wrecked Heck, by i've won the war it's been more than a battle i've won the war i know man and I, again i still don't get how people got it so confused like you said they're called cookies not cookies yeah it's just it was it was just an emotional response from them they just said well that's what feels better to me but it's know. it's not right yeah so that's is, this is coming from corporate essentially you said the manager himself told yeah. her yeah yeah that's that's just cut and dry, folks. There is no more debate. All right, we've put it to rest. Pazuki. So needless to say, I feel very validated mm. and maybe, satisfied. You know, maybe that's what I could celebrate with, honestly, because I know they have uh, right now a Pazuki that has, fr- I think, fruity pebbles sprinkled on it. It's, it looks pretty delicious. Yeah. Are you, you're not into There's that kind of thing. There's better Pazookies out there, <laughs> for me at least. I don't well, know. Well, they do have uh, the, their dessert trio, where it's like you can get three different Pazookies, yeah. uh, all with different ice cream and toppings and stuff. So yeah. that that seems pretty interesting to me. But BJ's who knows? Sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll add up on those 40 pounds again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so other than that, though, um, other things going on with me this week. Oh, uh I know I've talked about it in the past. I, I do play Pokemon Go. I was kind of excited, but at the same time disappointed. Uh, they had a, a water event going on this week for different water type Pokemon. And I was hunting and grinding. like I was out for hours walking around trying to find these Pokemon. And I think I only found a Squirtle and a Barboach, which is a... I know you probably That's <laughs> just terrible. Going, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I got some sympathy. But yeah, it was just... It was not fun. I was really hunting for a Carvana, which is a kind of like a piranha 
slash shark evolution Pokemon. Yeah. And he looks really cool, but I was not lucky enough to find one. And I was really disappointed because, like I said, I was out there for hours on hours on hours and nothing. I felt like I was putting in a lot of my effort and just came up short. That's a shame. You know, I am the most photographed non-Pokemon Go player with Pokemon. Uh, I, yeah, sure. I'll yeah. support you the same way you supported me. I don't play Pokemon Go, but mm. nobody has more pictures with Pokemon Go characters than I do. Yeah. I know you've been featured in a lot of my albums that I have on uh, <laughs> Facebook. I, it's like, you know, you get, you get a picture with like an elephant when you go to the zoo. Mm-hmm. I do this whenever somebody's playing Pokemon Go. Anytime they're like, dude, there's a Pokemon over there. I'm like, where? Right. Tell you me tur- exactly Turn it into the live mode so I can get a photo yes. with it. And so I'm very proud to, to hold this title. Most photographed non-Pokemon Go player ever with mm-hmm. Pokemon. Yeah, and I'm, I'll, I'll clap for that. You are applauded. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you know what? You know what else has been blown on my Facebook, though? Speak, since I was just talking about posting pictures on there. The Chick-fil-A versus oh my Popeye's debate. On who has the better sandwich? People are going crazy. They're absolutely crazy. I've seen fist fight. No, I haven't seen fist have fights. You, so have <laughs> you managed to get your hands on a Popeye's chicken sandwich I, yet? I almost, I, I wanted to. I There are, I think, two Popeye's on my way over to your house. Uh, I almost wanted to stop by, but yeah. I, I had a lot of things going on, so I wasn't really able to just wiggle it into my time. I was already running late for my parents' Labor Day barbecue and everything, and plus it was my sister's birthday. So, hey, happy birthday, Lauren. Um, wow, happy birthday, Lauren. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance yet. Yeah, I, they're like sold out for a lot. Of, almost, yeah, almost a lot all of places, places sold out and everything, just like you said. And I, it, it's a it's a difficult debate because I know I've had Chick Fil A sandwiches. I know I've had Chick Fil A tenders, and they're really great and delicious. Yeah. Um, and I've had Popeyes before. I've done their like five dollar fill up boxes or whatever that they have. Or yeah. I don't know the fill up boxes as KFC, but I've still I've done whatever Popeyes equivalent is, and they've got good chicken and sauce and di- like whatever too. So I know that both places put out good quality chicken good quality meat um but as far as comparing the sandwiches i think that's something we definitely need to get more into like you said and hopefully we can swing by maybe if they get restocked later this week or hey, we should do like an instagram story about it Ooh, that would be good Ooh, a live video reaction posted yeah hopefully we can make this happen and go go over to popeyes and try out their chicken sandwich yeah. i'll say this about chick-fil-a mm-hmm I normally just get the chicken nuggets. I just love chicken nuggets, wherever they're from. Yeah, they're always delicious. However, one time I went to Chick-fil-A and decided, you know what? I'm going to get their chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. It's, Dude, I'm telling it you, it's good. super tender, super juicy. And, and it's not because I know some places, whether you get nuggets or just breaded chicken in general, they can put too much on it to where it just encompasses the meat and you have to bite through an inch layer of breading before you actually taste the meat not with chick-fil-a i've never had that happen to me once and it's always been good quality food yeah but this this popeye sandwich must be something because have you seen the offers on ebay people are selling popeye's chicken sandwiches on ebay how some of them are going for upwards of a thousand dollars no joke I don't get how that works, though. That's just so unsanitary. You don't know what someone did to that sandwich. I have no idea. For At this point, it's just like, oh, I want to be part of the experience. So they buy something on the internet. 
I no, I just it's like it, well, it was the whole thing with the whole Twinkies when they were saying, "Oh, the company's going under. There's going to be no more Twinkies. Buy them now." Everything and people were frantically clearing off shelves and do, trying to do the same thing. And then, oh, go figure, someone bought the company out and the Twinkies are still yeah. around. Yeah, it's like guys, wait a week from now, Popeyes is going to have plenty of chicken sandwiches. Yeah, people, and that that's one of the other debates going on is the the uh, them butting heads with each other is Chick Fil A being like, "Well, we don't really run out of chicken like you guys do." So yeah, <laughs> but you know, hey, the shot shots fired both directions so we'll see what happens with this whole popeyes chick-fil-a war but we are definitely fascinating though i I just can't believe it at least it's good food though right because people will get into debates over stupid things uh not (laughs) not that this is necessarily anything big but uh yeah we're definitely open to trying out both sandwiches so hey if chick-fil-a or popeyes you want to sponsor us and you know we'll we'll do some plugs for you and (laughs) sponsor us yeah yeah, well, but unless like, we're too chicken to do it. Like I said, at least it's good food. It's not like airline food. Oh gosh, man. <laughs> Speaking of uh, airline food, oh, uh, not that I've been flying <laughs> recently, but um, yeah, jogging memory, uh, we were passing one of the hospitals here recently, and it was a couple weeks back. Uh, Sarah pointed out to me as we were driving to your guys' house to have lunch and everything. Um, she said, "Oh, look, they're going to put in a Panera bread next to the hospital." And I just thought to myself, why are they putting a Panera Bread next to the hospital? I thought maybe she just misread the sign or something. I just didn't really believe her. Yeah. Go figure. They're actually putting a Panera next to a, <laughs> next to a hospital. And so we both kind of laughed about it. And then I remember, I think it was either a tweet or a Tumblr post of some kind where it was somebody commenting on Panera and how it's basically expensive hospital food. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, yeah, I, I like Panera, but I can definitely acknowledge that fact. because I've never been to Panera. What do they sell there? Like bread I, and stuff? Are you serious? Yeah. You've never once had Panera? Never. I'm leaving in the awkward <laughs> silence for good reason. I can't believe that. I know your sister goes regularly. I've gone frequently enough. How have you not had Panera once? Well, I don't For me, the thing is when I'm hungry, I'm like, I need to get some food. I don't want to eat just bread. It's, it's more than bread. Dude, here. Wait. Well, what? Seriously? Yeah, dude, they have they have soups, they have sandwiches, they have cookies. I mean, I know a lot of it no. has bread in it. What? Are you it, serious? It's a bakery, yes. All it says is Panera Bread. It's a bakery. I thought it was like a step up from a grocery store. No, 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 no. I mean, You're... a step down? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I thought it was just a bread shop. No, they, they do have specialty breads, but they also specialize in making certain uh, soups and stuff, and they actually have mac and cheese as well. Really? And mac I don't know. Mac and cheese? How, okay, mm-hmm. let, me, let me ask you this real quick. How do you feel about sourdough? sourdough bread do you like it it's good enough good enough okay they do this thing if you if you ask for it they will do a bread bowl stuffed with mac and cheese Ooh, and it's that does sound good yeah i <laughs> in my in my fatter days i'll be honest i've devoured those things just and then now they've even upgraded the mac and cheese i think they have i think a barbecue mac and cheese and also one that has bacon bits bacon, in it yes yeah bacon mac is one of the best they, things they have that now dude just request a bread bowl with bacon mac and cheese and it's okay but how is this hospital food it it, it just it, again it doesn't taste bad it but it does have a distinct taste to it huh. and so it's just i've never it, had hospital food I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't mind hospital food. I was I was in there. I'll, I'll get to that story later on at some point, maybe. Uh, but I've had hospital food before. I've had airline food before. I know that's like the big thing comedians like to complain about. Is, oh, the food sucks. I'm, yeah. But I've, I've eaten it and been, I'm fine. It tastes <laughs> like it tastes fine in my book, but uh, who knows? Uh, but yeah, so I think with that being said, uh, wow. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of funny. Um, sorry, I, I 
folks we i don't know if it's giving too much away like you're seeing how the sausage is made backstage but uh we we have a a sheet that we'll print out occasionally to kind of keep us on track with what we're going to talk about and i looked down and i literally saw a line saying what's the deal with deal with airline food i don't know how that got added into the that notes sounds like a jerry seinfeld line yeah literally that's i'm pretty sure i straight out of the book with jerry seinfeld so he's I, always saying what's the deal with yeah i got thrown off by that because i'm just like wait that we were jerry moving seinfeld on. if you want to come on our show if he, he'd be more than happy he's got the bank you. yeah oh we can join his little car show where he talks to comedians or Ooh, whatever yeah comedians and cars getting coffee we can collaborate so he can come on our podcast mm-hmm. then he'll invite us in a fancy car yep to go get some coffee yeah and then we'll just bring the mics in we'll just hang one right in front of his face while he's driving that'll be great yeah yeah. That could be a good show. Seinfeld, you're hilarious. So comedians difficult. and cars getting coffee on a podcast. That would be difficult, but we'll we'll make it happen. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. All right. So I think that you know, unless Luke, was there anything else that kind of went on with your week? I know I talked a lot about myself. I'm very conceited on this podcast. I'll admit. No, I started school <laughs> and it was good, but that was about it. It took up my entire week. So. <laughs> school. It was <Yeah>. done. <laughs> All right. Well. In that case, that being said, I guess we can now move on to the entertainment portion of the podcast. All right. So this week in our entertainment section, uh, I would like to highlight uh, two movies that recently got released. Um, uh, so if, if you haven't seen them by chance, uh, I will, again, talk about the movie now. Uh, first one is The Hustle with uh, Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson, I believe, is her name. Um, she, she's a comedic actor. They both are. Actress. My apologies. But this movie is about them being con artists and con women, and they're playing a like a bet against each other where they yeah. find one uh, one target, and they say, oh, I bet I can get the money from him uh, quicker than you can. And so they kind of compete against each other for the, oh. the rich guy's money. And it's it's definitely a funny, uh, funny comedy movie if you... Um, Obviously, that this comedy movie, it'll be funny. And it's got Anne Hathaway, uh, Rebel Wilson, like I said. They both uh, both do their parts to make make it hilarious and enjoyable for everyone involved and uh, people watching. Um, and Who then, wins? Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to give a spoiler away to a movie that was recently released. Worth a try. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I'm, See, I'm good with these things. Uh, I, I like to stay vague and stick with what the trailers show unless we're doing a deep dive like we do with Avengers. And we'll, we'll do more of those in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other movie that got released recently was Godzilla King of the Monsters. Ooh, I liked that one. Yes, I know me and John uh, discussed it, I think, on one of the earlier episodes. It was either episode one or two. Uh, I believe two, I think. You and John? Us, whoever. Are you kidding me? What? It was you and me in the first episode. Did we? Yeah. Okay, well, again. Guys, he I, forgot about me. I never forget about you, Luke. Yeah, you did. You haunt just my now. nightmares. How can I forget? <laughs> you, you forgot about me just now. Do you realize episode one Who are was... you? <laughs> uh, uh. do you realize episode one was our most listened to podcast oh wow yeah with 10 views <laughs> yeah it had like 10 views on youtube and like another 10 on spotify Woo! hey i'll take it man we, i know we're making progress yeah but once we get the word out enough and then we start getting these you know big name celebrities that'll just come out of nowhere to support us chris pratt especially you know if he wants to come on i know he's actually made trips to this town before uh, now that i mentioned it Marino so valley he's made trips to Marino valley he did a video out in lake paris dude chris come on now yeah he was so close he, dude look, just come out here just get have my have your people contact me uh or through uh through us on facebook or instagram whichever one of the social media platforms you see and just just love on us we we love you you're a very adorable man uh we would love to talk to you come on chris you're a good christian guy we're good christian guys yeah just link up with us we'll be some buddies together yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so godzilla getting back to that um yeah uh if i'll give a brief 
Mm, no, you know, what? I don't even want to give this review because I don't want to like we just talked about. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, still worth your time. Still a good movie to, to pick up if you if you can't afford it. Just do a Redbox uh, rental or whatever. Um, but yeah, very entertaining. Uh, I love I'm really looking forward to where Godzilla versus King Kong goes after this movie, because I know that's where the directors are lining up in the sequel. Yeah, um, it's like it's like the Avengers of the MonsterVerse. Yeah, they're 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 putting it together instead of a Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're doing a Monster Cinematic Universe is what's going on here. That's exciting. I dude, I know. I and I I'm I'm wanting them. I don't know where they'll go after uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. El Chupacabra. They'll um, <laughs> just make him super big. Oh, he's Chupa still thingy. growing. Yeah, exactly. That's all you have to do is add in that one line and you're fine. Uh, but anyway, I and this is just me being biased because I I love reptiles. I really hope Godzilla wins this fight, but who knows? They'll probably pull out a whole uh, save Mothra kind of yeah. thing, kind of, <laughs> kind of de- uh, not debate but discussion. And then oh, why'd you say that name? Dude, I just had a great idea. What a cryptid verse, dude. Cryptids, the little like like El Chupacabra. <laughs> imagine, imagine they start making movies like that. One about Chupacabra, one about Loch Ness Monster, mm. another about Bigfoot, and then at the end, they make another movie where they all come together and fight against each other. Dude, that'd be awesome. I Because you know me, I and I've talked about myths and Le- the Myths and Legends podcast uh, with Jason and Chris or Weiser. You guys are awesome. Uh, they they do really good deep dives into creatures after their, uh, after their stories. So Jason will put together a story talking about either a Greek mythological story or say... Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like King Arthur tales and stuff like that, like knights, all yeah. kinds of fairy tales, whatever else. They'll put stories together, and he kind of sums it up and puts it in a more modern perspective. And so he makes it really funny, really enjoyable for the listeners. And then afterward, they'll go into a a segment called Creature of the Week, and they Ooh. do they find all kinds of weird cryptids that you don't really hear of. And he'll go into describing like monsters, how to deal with them if you ever encounter them. And there have been some weird ones, like <laughs> ones that literally have eyes in their butts. Oh. Like it's they do there are creatures all over different cultures and different places and whatnot they're they're weird what was the name of that snail that giant it's like a seven foot snail seven foot snail that one's i don't i mean he he might have covered it i don't it's, it's not, like gordy or something like that gordy, you just like toss salt on him and that's gordy the snail it <laughs> <laughs> just sounds i mean i know most encrypted are but that just sounds made up as heck <laughs> Gordy the snail, he tossed salt on. We should make Gordy the snail our our mascot. See, and then in our our monster universe, we can have Gordy fight Clifford to see who will be the more massive monster. Gordy the seven foot snail. Oh gosh, man, horrifying. I I don't think I've ever heard of that one, but it, yeah, that does sound horrifying. Especially with you think of like a snail and they got their little eye antennas. Just yeah, ugh, that'd be weird. Um, but yeah, uh, if we can a- get fifteen listens to this podcast <laughs> on Spotify. Then we will make Gordy the Snail our official some things mascot. You know, the other thing, Luke, you're talking about Spotify. Uh, I believe you told me we actually did get added onto Apple Podcasts as well, right? Yes. If you're an Apple fan, you yeah. you guys are higher class than me. Um, <laughs> if you're an Apple fan, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts now. Mm-hmm. And if you do, if I if I can ask a favor of you, give us a nice juicy rating if you like what you're hearing. Because mm-hmm. um, that'll help us to get more yes more followers yeah we got that's and it, it is true because i know a lot of people still uh even with po- uh, podcasts i've heard that are already popular and they're they would still ask people you know again if you leave them a good rev- a five, like a five star four star review on itunes 
that will boost numbers dr- drastically because it starts getting you on top charts of like new release podcast, what's entertaining, whatever else. Yeah. And you get noticed and not, so it wouldn't just be, you know, say close circles of friends, which we do appreciate you guys. We love you. And, uh, we do appreciate the support. Again, you coming up to us every week and, you know, giving us the catchphrase or just saying, Oh, I really enjoyed this topic or that discussion. It it's, melts it's awesome. our little hearts. Yeah. Mine's not so little. <laughs> it's still chunky, <laughs> but, but a uh, <laughs> chunky heart, chunky heart. <laughs> Uh, but no, it, so yeah, again, if you do leave those reviews, it would greatly help us out and we would greatly appreciate it. So, um, if you happen to give it a chance, if not, that's cool too. I'm still going to continue do to do it for this. Gordy. <laughs> Break Gordy's little heart. How many, but, how many hearts do snails have? It's like three of them, right? It seems like a Guinness world record. Somebody dissects a snail and we count up hearts. But, uh, yeah. So, oh, uh, on a, on a more downer of a note, uh, I was a little bummed out to read this. Um, but Gordon Bresick, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, he was the creator of Animaniacs, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, Pinky and the Brain. Um, he died uh, earlier this week. Oh man! So it was, yeah, it was definitely a blood of my childhood. I grew up watching those shows on WB and everything. Me and my brother, we uh, uh, Saturday morning cartoons like that was tradition. Pinky and the Brain, um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, especially, we loved that cartoon. And seeing the article that came out about his passing, I don't remember the exact details of what happened, um, but he, I want to say he died at like 60, 66 or something yeah. like that. So it's, uh, he's still fairly young. I mean, in, in grand, in the grand sp- perspective of things, but yeah, just like it sucked to see uh, and that he, he did pass away. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. And then, yeah, more sort of sad news. I guess we'll just get it all out of the way. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Kevin Hart? Oh yeah. He got his in a car, car, wreck. car accident. Yeah. So, so he's, He's in the hospital at the moment. It's from, from what I heard, mm-hmm. it was he had some back issues. Oh gosh, yeah. I hope, it, hope it's nothing too serious. I know um, they did talk about he is uh, obviously recovering. Like he, I think he's in a somewhat stable position. He's not. Um, he's not like in any critical danger, uh, p- potential loss of life, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank God. Um, but yeah, so definitely uh, keeping him in prayers too, because that that was, seeing seeing the photos from the wreck was really bad. So again, just praying for him and anyone else that was involved. Um, you know, get well soon, Kevin. Yeah, those are always scary. Yeah, I, I, I've never. I don't think I've ever been in a car wreck, so it's definitely something I don't want to experience, and I want to yeah. keep it that way. But yeah, to those who have, it's 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 nervous. It's or not just nervous. It's yeah, it's, it's nerve wracking. Nerve wracking. There we yeah. go. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like we said, uh, you know, keeping him in our in our thoughts and everything. Want him to get uh, get well soon. Um, and then not not to just quickly brush over those things because again they are important and, and we do care about these people. I need to pick um, me up now. Need to pick me up. All right. Well, I'll I'll give you one, Luke. Uh, I did actually see Angel Has Fallen this weekend. Ooh. And if you're unaware of what that movie is, it's the uh, third. <laughs> I almost said Thurquel. <laughs> it's a Thurquel. Uh, the trilogy movie of the uh, Olympus Has Fallen uh, uh, trilogy or. Uh, movies <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm lost here i'm sorry I, I, we're recording this at night folks i'm a little tired yeah this is the one with morgan freeman right yes morgan freeman as the el, poor guy el presidente and keeps getting like he, attacked he, yeah and uh jared butler um and it, you know he's still he's still looking pretty uh pretty pretty there <laughs> uh for for his age and everything um but no he's i got my eyes on morgan freeman thank no, you very much like that chocolate <laughs> but uh it's the richness of his voice yeah he, he's an awesome actor too um but yeah so i i'll be honest i saw the first one loved it 
uh, that was Olympus has fallen. I know they had London has fallen. I never saw this, that movie in particular, but then I, I, I saw the trailers for this one and I'll be honest, I was kind of on the fence. Eh, it looks a little silly. It looks like they're kind of just pushing too much. Like they just should have let the franchise die. Yeah. Um, but no, I was greatly pleased with this movie. Um, I wouldn't say it was better than blinded by the light <laughs> by any means. I know. And I know that's comparing apples to oranges in those two respects. Cause it's an action movie versus a kind of a drama, uh, not necessarily musical, but a, you know, drama with music involved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so seeing this movie was, it definitely exceeded my expectations. Um, and there were a couple of uh, key characters that actually surprised me and kind of not, I don't want to say stole the show, but they definitely, um, won me over throughout the movie. And I would definitely say the actions well worth, well worth your time and effort and your money. Um, plot was still pretty good. Uh, it, it could be a little predictable at times um, with certain certain aspects. Again, not going into what details those are, but uh, but yeah. So there was all that going on. Um, but the, the action was great. The fighting was great, um, and even the actors themselves uh, coming through in certain moments where uh, it was more serious or more funny. Uh, they did their, they did their jobs pretty well. Um, and um, yeah, Morgan Freeman and Gerard Butler still awesome actors. So oh, cool. uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, and still haven't, I still haven't got that criteria. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, I get to be more organized <laughs> with this stuff. Well, but at least I knew the actor's name this time. I how mean, about this? Without spoiling anything, mm-hmm. does he die? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's literally a spoiler. <laughs> how would I just answer that one? Just, just, oh, yeah. Well, just answer it without spoiling anything. Nice. And there we go. <laughs> that was a nice answer. Yes, you're welcome. I don't uh, it, if we're talking about like spoilers and stuff that's uh that's pointing ahead, mm-hmm. I'm excited for something. Oh yeah, we're gonna that? talk about Star Wars again. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> at, so at the at the D23 Expo, yeah, Star Wars. They released a new trailer for the Rise of Sty- of Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker. 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 For the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. This this grabbed my attention again. Mm. When the first trailer came out, I thought, "Oh, it was great," but it was right when Endgame was coming out. Right, so like, we were I'm a little we, bit focused we, on you yeah, know one we, thing we at a time. Right, yeah, now. we had more things to f- uh, focus with. But now I get to look forward to Star Wars, mm. and man, was this a good trailer! We see, uh, uh, well, the biggest thing. Did you see the trailer yet? You know, I I know you asked me to watch it before the podcast started, but I did not get a chance to. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm gonna spoil the, the well, trailer. That's for fine. You. I'll, I can watch a trailer again. That's, that's <laughs> oh my goodness. So we see uh, lots more. There's obviously some conflict mm-hmm. between Ray and Kylo Ren. You know, at the at the end of the last movie, it was like they almost had a a difference of opinion on who should who should be like who should convert to what side. Yeah, and who should be leading the army. Uh-huh. It was like Kylo Ren wasn't exactly evil. He just kind of wanted to take over in power right and ray was like i don't want to do that so they kind of split ways mm-hmm. um and then kylo ren just kind of went crazy that was after he so killed emperor stonks <laughs> emperor stonks stonks <laughs> emperor stonks he got killed by a sty whacker <laughs> there we go this oh my goodness this is getting outrageous stonk whacker <laughs> but anyway um 
Yeah, so you can tell that this has been going in the same direction. There's mm-hmm. a lot more conflict between the two of them. Right. There's a cool scene of them fighting on the crashed Death Star, the Ooh. old Death Star. So out in the middle of the ocean, it's just the two of them fighting. Nice. So it's looking like it's going to be good. You see you see Ray doing some force tosses with her lightsaber, mm-hmm. like a boomerang, you know? Oh, yeah, so she Cut, throws it and comes up. Yeah, so like cuts down a couple of trees with it and catches it. So she's getting trained up really well. Right. And then here's the kicker. Here's what what shocked everybody right there's a scene with ray wearing a black cloak mm-hmm. she ignites her lightsaber two parallel red blades come up oh kind yeah. of like uh uh sparky like kylo ren's blade uh-huh. so two of them parallel pop up and then it zooms out a little bit and it unfolds to create a double-sided lightsaber what the heck she's holding a red double-sided lightsaber <sighs> We have no idea what this means. The 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 most popular theory, I don't know if I buy mm. this yet. The most popular theory is that Ray is one of several clones. Uh-huh. And they say that because remember that scene in The Last Jedi? Okay. Where she goes down into that hole and she's she's looking into this like mirror thing and she's seeing oh, yeah. like, a bunch of her. And, yeah, and there's They're, like a line of them snapping their fingers yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so they say that's just foreshadowing to the fact that she is a one of at least at least one clone mm-hmm. you know um so they're saying this is another clone okay who is either evil or possessed by emperor palpatine mm. and well, that would be interesting well yeah and you know i i know we complained about it at uh, the last jedi on one of our other podcasts and how you you talked about how they had the whole reveal of oh ray you have no parents kind of thing yeah this could actually go back and essentially kind of retcon and justify that then. If, if she is a clone, that would make sense for her to not really have parents per se. She just was created in the lab and somehow was able to use the force. Yeah, if that is the case, credit to J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson was not going in that direction. J.J. <laughs> yeah. Abrams is the one who I think is going to save this right, and make it a decent movie. Yeah, because if that happens, then like I like I just said, it could save and uh, justify actions that were taken in The Last Jedi. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, Ryan I, Johnson. I know you're a creative guy. I don't want to put you down too much, but... You, you blasted the man. I mean, let's be honest here, but <laughs> sorry, dude. Uh, well, here's my thing though. Uh, cause I did see those freeze images or whatever. Cause I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah. Um, I would just hope that they don't try to make it some stupid dream sequence of just, you Oh, know, I hope oh, not. Like I hate those in movies where it's like, they'll, they'll show it in a trailer and tease you like, Oh, it's this major. Th- oh, it's fake. It did like, yeah. it might as well not have happened. Ooh, and I forgot the biggest part of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. C-3PO with red eyes. What now? Yeah. There's a scene of him like walking forward. He's got red eyes. So I don't know if they're like, if it's like an evil C-3PO kind of a thing going Uh on. But it's it's shocking. Evil C-3PO, evil Ray. So I don't know what they have in store for us. Maybe but he got, got possessed excited. by the emperor. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. That would be lame. Just sets himself up in this bad body like, I will take over again. <laughs> oh man, I'm excited though. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, because I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, I, I am still a little on the fence as far as being super hyped up for the Star Wars movies because I I think I lean more towards Marvel. Not that I hate Star Wars. I do right. love the franchise, but I, I had considered not even seeing this movie opening weekend, but <gasps> I'm thinking, I, I, hear me out. After these trailers have been coming out and stuff, I'm bit, my, my slowly but surely my interest is slowly peaking again. This so. is the last of the series. I know. You have to watch it opening weekend. Look, I, I'm not saying I won't see it in theaters. I'm definitely going to do that. It's got to be opening weekend. You got to dress up. I, I ain't dressing up. I, I don't know. I might dress up. 
We'll have to see because I know we've talked about that before and it still keeps following through. Yeah. I'm the only one who ever cosplays, man. I go to anime conventions and nobody wants to join me. <sighs> nobody dressed up at an anime convention? Well, I'm just saying as far as my group of friends. Oh, I see. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want to point fingers, but, you know, I, I still love them. But, you know, it'd be nice if every once in a while people would, you know, just do my bidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So other than that, um, you know, I kind of have a complaint uh, that really? I want to bring to the table. And this is still relevant to the entertainment portion of our podcast. Yeah. How do you feel about movies, like theatrical releases, that are under an hour and a half long? I don't normally see them. They're normally like children's movies. Well, I mean, not all the time. When was the last time they had a, like a, an adult movie? 47 meters down, uncaged. Not an adult movie. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, nope, nope. We do not sponsor, do not sponsor us on this. Yeah. Uh, Like a, PG PG thirteen movie. I just said forty seven meters down, uncaged. The second one. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> not helping though. <laughs> How's it not helping? You said a PG thirteen movie that. that, that yeah, was... I, my point is like it's a movie I wouldn't watch. Okay, well, even if that's not one you would watch, there are movies that come out to theaters that are under an hour and a half long, and yeah. there have even been some big name movies with big name actors. I granted, I, I know it doesn't really help my case. I can't cite anything else off the top of my head, but they do happen. And honestly, in my opinion, if here's that's a twofold problem, right? So if if the movie is not going to be over an hour and a half long, I don't think it should be a movie. Like it shouldn't come out to theaters. It should right. just it should just either be a straight to DVD release, or it should be a, a TV a TV movie or something, a TV special. Yeah. Um. And the other thing I what annoys me too is if I see a movie and I'm not saying that they're always bad. I just I, I like getting more bang for my buck. So I want my movies to at least be over an hour and a half long. In, and if they're two hours, that's awesome. As that's long very as, rational. Uh, yeah, as long as it's a uh, a good entertaining movie and I'm not sitting there bored out of my mind for the two hours, which most of the times I'm not. It's been very rare where I've gone in. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this movie is bad. It's terrible and just tear apart the you know plot, everything else involved. Um, but what I don't get is when these hour and a half long movies come out on DVD I go to our well digital copies now, I guess DVDs kind of <laughs> fade now, but <laughs> Blu-ray digital copy, whatever you want to get when they come out, you buy them and then they'll have deleted scenes. Yeah. Why and, did they delete them? Yeah. It's you're, you're cutting out these scenes and you could have made your movie again, hit that one, one and a half hour mark. But I don't know. I, they I probably don't, just ran out of money. I, I guess that somewhat justifies it, but it even still, it's just that doesn't help the movie though. It no, just means it doesn't. It's probably gonna be bad. Yeah, I, I just don't get. It's five extra minutes would have gotten you over that mark. Just, just put it in there. Yeah, it's, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you on this one. Yeah. If it's not an hour and a half, just leave it alone. It could be a TV special, but mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be a movie released in theaters. Yeah, it's just it, I don't, I don't get it. It's weird to me, and I don't, I don't like it. I don't understand it, so I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's that's just one of my other complaints. I don't know I talked about actor bait in one of the other podcasts. Um, but, you know, all that being said, Luke, I think you have something you want to show the world right now. And I do. blow our minds. Should we move on to sports? I think we should move on to sports. Let's do it. Sports. I'm digging this, Dylan. Oh, yeah. We have a new sports down, down, down. intro. Woo! That's exciting. Yes, it is. It's and it's got that boom, bang, boom, like kind of like beat and feel that you want. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Now Good. we don't have to have you singing it anymore. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> I thought sad. you liked me. You can sing along to it if you want, but I think this is an upgrade. 
Yeah. And who knows? We, we, we have talked about, we're not sure, but we'll, we'll maybe try to get something for the entertainment portion of the podcast. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't know. I just I have to do that every week. <laughs> just, <laughs> just get me on a recording of that. The entertainment. Yeah. It's just the same fluctuation every we week. We should just record segments of our podcast so we just press buttons and mm-hmm. not have to ever say anything to each other. Yeah. We just have, we have the soundboard and we just have auto re- replies to someone else's comment. Just Ooh, like, uh huh. That would be uh-huh, interesting. What uh-huh, if we. No. Uh, I don't like that. No. What no, if we like, did that? You know how people have text conversations like that? Mm-hmm. We should do a podcast like that or a segment like that <laughs> we, and just see man, how it goes. That, oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, as long as we're still here live to actually answer the questions. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can work something out. Um, but yeah, so transitioning into sports after that funky intro there. That was awesome. Funky. Funky. Oh, that was rock, man. Well, either way, it was funky in a good way, but rocked in a good way. Yeah. I, yeah. What, sure. Uh, oh, look, it's not jazz music. I'm not saying it's jazz. I'm just saying it was a good beat. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. All right. So, <laughs> all that, all what that we aside. Have? Yeah. Now on the table, uh, we have updates for Melvin Gordon and Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. So, I don't know if you heard, Luke. Uh, there was talks and a lot of speculation going on that this weekend... Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott would have signed and they were going to come to some sort of agreement between him and the Cowboys, his manager, and everything seemed that there was going to be some compromise between the two contract uh, negotiators and who, uh, how much money was going to get paid out that he would play for the team. Yeah. uh, All, all the bells and whistles, whatever that were part of this negotiation. And lo and behold, there was no compromise. Zeke is still pushing to be paid higher than Todd Gurley is because he thinks he's the number one running back in the NFL and he doesn't want anything less than being the highest paid. And it, I know I read, uh, I think a Twitter post from one of the other sports commentators talking about how, again, now the Cowboys uh, franchise or organization is frustrated with how much uh, they, they, they felt that they were kind of led on by Zeke and his, uh, his manager thinking that they were going to come to some agreement this weekend before uh, literally uh, not, but playoffs, but regular season is about to start this week. Again, we don't know when this podcast will be released, when it'll be uploaded, but it's going to start soon within the next few days. We have their first opening night Thursday with the Bears and Packers, which hopefully we'll be able to talk about that, too, because it's always I love that divisional rivalry and it's been yeah. around since NFL existed. Um, that was the but, first Super Bowl, right? No. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? No. no. But anyway, uh, so yeah, it's so he's still holding out. They were disappointed and they're frustrated. I don't see this thing coming to an end anytime soon. And it sucks for the Cowboys fans who, again, they do want him as a running back. He's a good player, but a lot of them too, what I'm seeing on these, these feeds, these posts, these comments, people are getting sick and tired of Zeke already. His, he's starting to lose a fan base because he's acting this way and wanting to be the highest paid running back. And like I talked about last week, I believe other commentators have already said they, they don't think any running back in this, in this league, in this day and age needs to be paid as much money as say a quarterback or a wide receiver. They're not a, a, uh, necessarily a top position. Uh, and granted in fantasy, they will get you a lot of points, but you have a good enough O-line anyone's going to do well behind it. Yeah. And so we're not paying people for and fantasy are, football here. Yeah. And there are tons and tons and tons of people who are on uh, roster charts, depth charts for different teams. Uh, even aside from these two with the chargers and Cowboys that can step up into those holes, into those positions. And you can find running backs anywhere. Pretty much you can, there's a plethora of them out there. So if, if your star goes out or he wants to throw a fit like this, Oh, I'm not getting enough money. You can find somebody else to replace him. 
and it like whether he likes it or not whether he wants to admit it and he uh, it's it's weird too because i know i talked and i justified uh Le'Veon bell uh, doing his holdout thing and but again pittsburgh steelers they cut him loose because they found connor so in in the vein of thought that i'm going through um you know he uh, you can find someone to replace a good running back. Like you think you're all that until you get put on the wrong team. And then you start getting injured a lot more because you don't have an O line to protect you. And yeah. you can't break through five tackles at the line of scrimmage. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Uh, Cowboys fans, hopefully, hopefully the best comes, you know, if you, you guys can still get him, that's great. But if not, I'd be prepared to move on at this point. Cause they just keep butting heads left and right. And they're not coming to any sort of, uh, like I said, middle ground, there's no, there is no negotiation. He won't settle for anything less. And Jerry Jones has already said he's not willing to pay out the money. So dude, I, there, there was some reporter who really jumped the gun mm-hmm. Sunday morning. There was a guy who released a, an article saying Zeke and the Cowboys have come to a deal. He's going to play game one. Yeah. And, it, and then like the next day it's like, no, nope. no, we didn't. Yeah. The, that's, that's why I always like to see, uh, whether it's on my Facebook feed or even on a Google search uh, would show us uh, if there's multiple reports from multiple people and it's, it's starting to seem more credible then yeah. But I know there are, you know, fake news sites out there that'll post wrong things. But again, that's what I've seen is uh, posts going out saying how frustrated they are with, again, the fact that these negotiations have not already come to an end. And like I said, the regular season's right around the corner. So, and they, they already signed Alfred Morris. They brought him back. So I think that's a move by Jerry Jones saying, I don't think we need you and I don't care that you want to get paid all this amount of money. Yeah. If, if you want to be a crybaby and act like that, then we'll move on without you. We'll find a way to win. Yeah. I don't um, know what's going to happen because, uh, their rookie running back as well. They've been comparing him to Alvin Kamara. Mm. So if this guy is as good as they're saying he is, mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott might be playing with a different team. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with the saints. They got rid of, uh, was it Ingram? He, he went to the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. So, so yeah. yeah, Ingram Ingram left, and not, not that he was a bad running back. I mean, he did help out. I, I, the, the way I saw it was Kamara was this kind of uh, trickster running back to where he could do multiple things. Ingram was that guy who would just run through people. Like, he was a power back, and he, he had no problem shaking, you know, two or three tackles to get to the end zone um, just because he was that uh, strong. Yeah. So, um, you know, each to each their own. They have different ways of playing, different ways of running, um, and – this isn't to anything to discredit Ezekiel Elliott. He is a good running back. People know that who play fantasy, who watch football. Um, but uh, he's just got to work things out on his own end because, you know, it's it, you say you want to be a cowboy, but then you have no problem saying at the same time, I'm willing to be traded or I'm willing to go with another team if need be. And, you know, who, if if the Cowboys, the, the most expensive franchise in any sports history with, uh, I think, a net worth of like $5 billion, if they're not willing to pay him all this money, who's he going to get it from? Really? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's so, going to be someone who's desperate. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. I don't know who even needs him that badly. Uh, right. So I don't know. And then we've got, you know, we're Charger fans. Yeah. So we got we're our, going through the same thing with Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So again, I'm, I, we, like I said, folks, we don't want to be biased in any way, shape or form. I know we're Charger fans, but I don't sit here and just talk crap on the Raiders or the Chiefs or the Broncos just because they're in our division and, oh, they suck. I don't do anything like that. I'm trying to answer honestly or discuss honestly stats and facts about the teams and how they're playing. Um, and as it's right now, like I said, regular season around the corner, uh, as far as Gordon stands, the Chargers organization has made a statement. They are tabling any negotiations with him until the end of the season. Yeah. So he was supposed to make, I think, five, close to $6 million this season uh, per his contract. And they're tabling any negotiations since they're kind of unwilling to kind of see the same side. And from what I've seen, 
I don't think Gordon's going to play. Um, there's speculation because he sent out a post on Instagram saying, if you don't pay, I don't play something to that effect. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know necessarily if it is specifically speaking to this. And the reason why I say that is because, uh, if you look at his Instagram post, the, it had a picture of a, a female, I believe I'm, I'm going to assume a female athlete. I don't know her off the top of my head. Um, I don't know if it had anything to do with say like an equal rights pay between men and women. I know right. that's been a big topic, uh, between, uh, soccer players you know the women's yeah, women's yeah. soccer team for america has done a lot more accomplished a lot more than the men's team has and they get paid a lot less um and not, i'm not trying to dive into all that but I'm, I'm not sure if that's what his post was hinting at as far as just equality pay something right. something to that effect uh but if not then it could be a clear indicator that he's uh, trying to leave the team and they did the chargers did give him this uh alternative too uh because the, the organization philip rivers whoever else people have talked about yeah he's a good asset to our team we want him to play with us but if if not then that sucks and we got to just do our best to move on without him and it's that's not that's not them discrediting him or hitting him in any way they're just saying well if he's not going to play we can't just sit here and keep begging him every week after week after week we have to be ready to play our season w whether he's injured not signing with us whatever else you yeah know, they have they have to be prepared any football team has to you can't rely on one player to get you through the the regular season and plus playoffs and especially if they're not committed to the team you know yeah honestly it's kind of a slap in the face i feel like to mm -hmm. us um, it's the Chargers. We don't have a very big. Yeah, they don't, we don't have, have a, a lot to spend. No, but they did offer him ten million dollars. Yeah, well, which did, is which is pretty good. Yeah, and I ten million dollars per season, which is good for a running back. That's like top ten still. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite top five. No, I don't. Um, I don't think it is either. But but it's it's up there, and yeah. it's, especially if it's like your second deal, you still have time to make it happen. Mm. You can just go for a shorter contract. Yeah, and I, um, but. To reject that is kind of to say, look, you guys can't pay me, and I don't really care. I'll move on. Yeah. And, and to the rest of us, it's like, well, sheesh, man. You don't, you don't care about this team at all, do you? Yeah, and it but it sucks, too, because I know even... Uh, I don't know if I talked about this previously, but it was it, it kind of sucks to see happen because he he did seem like he was fitting in. It was like a football family. I mean, you don't, you don't really see a lot of uh, people... I mean, granted, I know Bosa did hold out when we signed him his rookie year. Uh, he wanted more yeah. money, and we paid him, and but he's been he's been worth it and i'm not saying that gordon hasn't that he's not worth getting paid a little bit more but yeah like you said he uh he, they were he was offered i think 10 million per season and i believe that's even what they said in the re reports i've seen is that he wanted something in that ballpark but apparently that still wasn't enough for him per, per year per season whatever you want to call it and and so the the chargers organization they have also said look if you don't want to play with us like we're tabling negotiations with you till the end of the season like yeah. we're not talking about it we're not bringing it up again because they've tried multiple times to reach out to him try to negotiate something not working and they offered him look if you want to seek a trade deal with another team we'll be open to hearing out what the trade deal would be yeah and so and, and honestly i'm kind of excited for those possibilities mm -hmm. like you said running back is not the most important position mm -hmm. in real life right on your fantasy team it's huge right but in real life it's not gonna it's not gonna do much for you yeah so i'm open to the idea of getting maybe maybe as many as a as a couple first round picks mm -hmm. in exchange for gordon that yeah. could be great yeah that'd be beneficial to us because then again we would have essentially uh 
well, depending on what team he goes to, because if they place late in the rounds or late in the draft next year yeah. or the year after that, then that means we're going to still have late round picks. That's true. But if they if they try to offer us, say, another running back or like several players for the one, you, however, it's going to work out. You know, you never know how it'll play out. Um, or I know even the Texans have been making a lot of moves lately with uh, acquiring. I believe they got Kenny Stills from the Dolphins as a wide right. receiver. They got some defensive players from other teams. Uh, I forget the names off the top of my head. But, you know, people can make moves for, say, only trading one or two people, but then they get a lot in return, you know. So it's uh, like you said, there are there is an open prospect there to, you know, who knows what we can get for him. Um, if and that's if worst comes to worst, you know, primarily we would want him to just sign with the Chargers and stick with us. Yeah, we, we like him as an asset. We like him as a running back. And but what I was going to say is as far as him fitting into the family and stuff, I, I thought he was kind of already at that point to where he he, he would want to stay just based off of, say, loyalty reasons. Because yeah, it sounded last, like it at the end of last season. Yeah. And, and seeing him go into playoffs, uh, I remember seeing this this uh, this facebook viral video that was going around where he was um he was in the back of a taxi and there was this is before they played baltimore yeah. and so he was talking to the taxi driver and the the taxi driver didn't realize he had melvin gordon's back seat and so yeah. they were discussing the upcoming baltimore chargers playoff game you know in baltimore and he's like the the driver's sitting there talking all kinds of crap like oh the chargers ain't nothing baltimore is gonna handle them all this stuff and so uh gordon he's sitting there laughing in the back seat and just cracking jokes he's like no i don't know like that, that melvin gordon he's, he's pretty good because again the guy didn't realize who he yeah. was talking to and and so it was this whole funny thing where he's like kind of he's sitting there for the team you know uh not not like necessarily getting into a debate or a heated argument for their behalf but he was having fun with it and just in the in the sense of like oh no the chargers are walking out of here walking out of baltimore with a w and yeah you know, it just, it was fun to see and I, the kind of that attitude. And I love how Melvin Ingram now has adopted the phrase ASAP, any squad, any place. I, I, I can't tell you enough how it gets me excited to see our defense play. And I know we, yeah. we did lose Derwin James, but still, man, that, that squad, we added in Thomas Davis from the Panthers and I love him. Uh, so it's just like that, that mentality that just, that, uh, that, that bolt gang, just, you want to get in there and have your team just be as good as it can be. And they're, they're committed to the franchise. They're committed to making this team great. Gordon seems to have just kind of back, uh, backslid on all that though, which yeah. is saddening. It is saddening, but I'll tell you what, I have a lot of respect for the way the chargers are handling this and the way Jerry Jones is handling this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jerry Jones, he, was not trying to flex it was not trying to flex at all right he he made a statement he said i don't negotiate with players which sounds with a little scary no. <laughs> it sounds like it yeah he just he thinks he's better than but he says i don't negotiate with players i tell them where i stand i give them as much information as they need so that they can make their own decision mm. i think that's respectable right it's not wanting to budge is fine especially as an owner he's the one who gets to make the final call so when he said that about Ezekiel Elliott, I had a lot of respect for him. And the Chargers are similar. It's saying, look, we've made our offer. We're going to stay here. Feel free to look around, but this is where we stand. Yeah. And again, that's completely understandable with any organization, whether you have unlimited funds, not a lot. You got you to gotta do what's best for, for you and your team. You can't be willing to spend all these millions of dollars on one player and then the rest of your team suffers because one, they're either not getting paid for what, what they deserve or two, you don't have enough money to play, uh, pay them, uh, blah, sorry, pay people to play <laughs> those positions. Well, you know, it's just yeah. somewhere else is going to suffer because you have to move all that budget to one person. Yeah. So, oh but, man, uh, let's, let's move on from the running back position. Yeah. How about this? I've got a set of quarterback tiers. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. And this should be interesting. Well, they, but, but, hold on real quick. Before yeah. we get into that, should we cover the fact, I did talk about the Miami Dolphins, they have named their starting quarterback, and that is Ooh, yeah. Ryan Fitzmagic. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know, last season, uh, uh, he was kind of in a back-and-forth battle with Jameis Winston on the Buccaneers to see yeah. who would be the starting quarterback, and they both kind of put up good numbers and good arguments for which case, but then they also had their bad games. They didn't perform too well. Oh, my goodness. So it's There were some major flops. Yeah, just inconsistencies left and right. I don't know. How do you feel about that with the Dolphins moving forward with him? Because I didn't think... I say, I say good for Fitzpatrick. Here's my take on Fitzpatrick, though. Mm-hmm. He does well when he doesn't have anything to lose. Right. When he's trying to secure the job of quarterback, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, he's good. He's throwing like 400 <laughs> yards and four touchdowns every week. Right. But then once he gets the job and it's his to lose... Oh, he just! He, oh my goodness! He'll throw four interceptions. Yeah, he's the most polarized quarterback I've ever seen. So, yeah. uh, I hope it works out for him. But if I had to guess, I think he's gonna flop really yeah. bad. Well, yeah, and I I would kind of agree with you, or not kind of. I would agree with you because I'm sitting here looking at the roster moves that the Dolphins have made. They got rid of Landry to the Browns, and they got rid of Stills to the Houston Texans. Who the heck is he gonna throw to? Like, who else is on their team that's a big name receiver that I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. And maybe I, I that's me. Just, maybe that's me just not doing my research. But it's just at the same time, I don't know what's going to happen there. That's who true. Do, who do they have for a running back? They got rid of some of. The, they got rid of Kiko Alonso. He's now with the Saints. As they, far as they their have defense. Kenyon Drake as their okay Drake. Back. Yeah, he's he, not bad. He, yeah, he he does well enough, but like that's still only one running back position. That's not really yes. anyone to throw to every every down. Yeah, but who knows? I'm not saying you guys will have a bad season, but it's not looking good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so now, uh, sorry to cut you off. And no problem, yeah. yeah. We'll transition to your QB tiers. Yeah, so let's get into this. So at the top section, we have the elite quarterbacks. And just just to clarify, folks, if, if it wasn't said earlier, this is a post we saw, or Luke saw. On Facebook, yeah. Yeah, on Facebook. So he's he's this isn't his personal belief, and we'll get into this and, later. Oh my goodness, is it bold. It's, I am it's excited bold. to get into this. So at the elite quarterback level. Top tier. Yeah, so we have Tom Brady, okay? Mm-hmm. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And what then, do you think of that so far? Hmm. Do we, <sighs> Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan. Ah, I don't yeah. know if I would call them elite. <laughs> Ro- Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan, I think I would probably put... Uh, well, I, here's the thing is I don't know who's on the rest of the, the tier systems yeah. and stuff. But yeah, I definitely would not put them elite. Roethlisberger was throwing a lot of interceptions last season, and Matt Ryan, he, for him to have Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, and even their their tight end has done pretty well too. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but um, he he's got a lot of people in that receiving core to throw to, and I don't think he well, Grant he did. What did he come in third place as far as yards pa- for passing? He might have. Yeah, yeah. He's so, always up there for yards. Yards, he's great, but. It's, again, when you compare fantasy stats and stuff like that, I don't. He didn't. It's his touchdown to interception ratio that's yeah, not so great. That didn't do too well, and uh, I know their their team suffered on defense, but even still, it's you should be making plays on offense, man. <laughs> like, yeah. That that needs to be a core uh, core factor, and I I hope he does well. I I was rooting for him in the Super Bowl that had a couple of years back, um, but he's got to step it up to get back to that MVP caliber level, in my opinion. I would not like you said. I would not put him in the elite category as of now. Yeah, I think those guys are kind of second tier because everybody and, else I think is good though. Tom Brady, mm. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think they missed one. And in all fairness, he did just retire. But Andrew Luck. 
I oh, think yeah. should have been in that elite category. Definitely. Here they put him second tier in this post. Mm. Derek Carr second tier. Uh, no, no way. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Raider Prescott. fans. I'm not being biased. Just no. Dak Prescott second tier. Mm. No, he had too many fumbles. Yeah. Uh, um, Matthew Stafford. Uh, Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe third tier. I don't know about uh, second. Then we got Cam Newton. I'll agree with that. Cam Newton has potential. I Cam would, Newton I would... second tier. Okay. Uh, Phillip Rivers, also second tier. Yeah. I agree with that. And then, of course, Andrew Luck, they put at second tier. Yeah, Andrew Luck, no. he sh- Considering he he missed, what, three or four games last season with an injury, yeah. came back and almost... Whenever he was healthy, he was as good as anybody else. He put on a clinic, man. He was able to take the team that uh, should have you know essentially lost the division and came back to go deep into the playoffs and had great numbers to back it up. So he yeah. was he was on fire, even for having an injured season last, last year. So here's... Here's where it gets spicy. This next spicy. tier, they called it Fake Elite. Oh. I like the title. So you've got uh, Eli Manning. And you know what? Now that I'm looking at this, this might be a little bit old. Because I'm noticing that Patrick Mahomes is not on here. Yeah, Patrick uh, Mahomes should have been, in the, I think, in the elite level. Maybe, it's only maybe the one is, season. If they have Derek Carr up there, maybe this could have been the season where he got signed to that $125 million contract. Maybe so. But I'm also seeing, so you got... Uh, Eli Manning. The next is Carson Palmer. So this is a little bit old. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? Um, but I like this category. Mm. Joe Flacco, Andy <laughs> Dalton, um, um, Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. Nick Foles, Alex Smith, and um, what's his name with the Titans? Oh, Ma- um, uh, Mariota. Mariota, yeah. I think mm. that's a pretty good category. Actually, you know what? No. I got some of those in the wrong category wrong tier you lied to us yeah okay so the the only ones in the fake elite category are eli manning carson palmer joe flacco andy dalton and kirk cousins okay and then in the the next one is decent but will never win a super bowl (laughs) that's where you have Mariota, um uh carson wentz i don't know about that he kind of he almost won a super bowl he He just missed the game yeah he tore his acl late in the season but he was putting up record numbers that could have got him the mvp trophy that season so then alex smith um ej Manuel with the bills oh gosh Jameis winston um uh sam bradford Mm -hmm. and case keenum sam bradford man this is this is old yeah yeah, I, I wish we could have found one more. Uh, I'll be honest, if we could have found one that was more this season, because I know I've seen yeah. posts like that too, and I, I didn't think to save. Yeah, the, the farther down you go, the less relevant it gets. But the the first two, it's just mm. like it was so bad. Yeah, like because here's the problem: is there are some quarterbacks that were in tier two, right? Uh, that I would put in tier three. But when I first said that, I would mean tier three is just like they're they're good backup quarterbacks. If say if you're drafting in a fantasy league or whatever else. I, but I don't know if I'd go so far as to call them. What was the third category in this one? Just garbage. Fake elite. Fake elite. Yeah. I don't, I, that seems a little too mean for some of them, but definitely Eli Manning. He's uh, that dude is leading the league. What the last two or three seasons in interceptions. Yeah. Like he needs to just go away. Here we um, go. I found a more relevant one. We'll go through this really quick. Mm. So top Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Spot on in my opinion. Yeah. Above average no, Cam no. Newton. Deshaun Watson, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan. I think they're two for two here. Okay. Yeah, that does it yeah. all sounding better. Average. You've got B- Baker Mayfield. We'll see. Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz, they're two here, mm. should have been above average, along with Jared Goff. Okay, yeah. I think they should have been above average. But Mitchell Trubisky, we'll see. Uh, Garoppolo. Um, who's the Jets guy? Um, 
Oh, uh, McCown? No. No. no you, the rookie that was... Oh, yeah. No, uh, shoot. Uh, Whatever that guy's name is. Uh, yeah. Nick I, Foles, Jameis Winston, uh, Dak Prescott, and Matthew Stafford. This is looking like a much better list. Yeah, this seems much more legit. Below average. Derek Carr. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson. Maybe. We'll see. I'm blanking on his name again. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold. That's the Jets Sam quarterback. Darnold. Yeah, who's the Bills? That's that's uh, Rosen, right? Uh, I think so. I do, I do believe they they acquired uh, that, Josh Rosen. That wasn't uh, the Cardinals, right? Josh Allen. That's Josh who Allen. Rosen yeah, was with the Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, but he just got traded to the Dolphins, right? Because that's we were talking about Fitz Magic. I think he's now. Oh, I think he's now the backup there. Yeah. Okay, and then the last one, the below average category, is Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. and then this last category is just bad <laughs> you got joe flacco oh. eli manning case keenum and josh rosen yeah this is a pretty good list here that one i i don't think i had any complaints no i think it's all spot on with the exception of kirk cousins carson wentz and jared goff i think mm-hmm. they should be above average yeah i i, I could agree with that but, but they kind of they do tend to float in both categories i would say like they're they're kind of just like in between those two tiers where it's above average and maybe yeah yeah kirk cousins is one of those guys that almost always is leading yardage mm. I, yeah i would say with with kirk cousins um i definitely think he's since he had a year i know it it didn't go so well for the vikings last season because you, I, they didn't make playoffs right because they ended up losing that last crucial right. game yeah um but I, I think now that he's had a year with the team, um, he's he's got great weapons on that uh, offense with Kyle Rudolph at tight end, um, Thielen and uh, Diggs as his wide receivers, both deep threats every time. I think he can perform uh, to become above average easily. Uh, and, and I do think that he can accomplish that with easily with the weapons that he has. Um, now that he's had the experience, he'll, he'll be able to get more adjusted to the, the game systems and everything else that the coach wants. Uh, and they'll be more on par with each other because I know last season they showed all those clips on the sideline where he's sitting there talking to Thielen on the sideline, like, no, you're supposed to run this way. Yeah. You did that. Yeah. You know, so they're, they're getting at each other, but hopefully again, they're able to bring it together and give the franchise and the fans, you know, what they want, what any fans of any football franchise wants. Right. Yeah. Super Bowl win um but uh uh let's see who were the other ones we talked about it was wentz and wentz and goff yeah Yeah. goff definitely has same thing cooper cup um who's uh woods is the other wide receiver cooks uh yeah and cooks too and then with um mm, (laughs) i just said his name we just did goff uh with wentz Wentz. yeah Uh, he's got alshon no alshon jeffrey with him or is he with the bears i forget uh he is with the eagles he's with the yeah, eagles he now. started yeah. with the bears yeah the I, that's eagles what now. yeah i got confused for a second but yeah so they they should all be good and he's got Ertz too as a tight end but yeah. again these these guys Nelson are Aguilar. Aguilar, yeah. yeah so he's he's got weapons as well um i th- i'm wondering if last season he wasn't able to perform as well since he may might have been a little more cautious after getting his acl torn um that yeah that, i'm not sure that super bowl year um but yeah ho- hopefully he can pull it out for you know the eagles fans even hmm. but sorry <laughs> like uh, uh, that's that's something else we can talk about at some point well like who's got the worst fan base yeah <laughs> like and eagles uh, i mean you can feel free you'll to be in the debate <laughs> yeah you'll feel free to hate me after it but i mean when you guys start throwing batteries at santa i mean that kind of speaks for itself batteries at santa you never I heard about that story i can't wait to find out we'll oh have to talk gosh. about this soon yeah it's 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 like old history but i mean even still fans nowadays get kind of scummy i know one of the more recent stories was when the eagles did go on to win the championship um 
uh, they had the divisional round against the Vikings. Yeah. And there were, they, they were highlighting for, I think just like NFL sports center, different, uh, ESPN networks and stuff. Um, they were highlighting these two old fans for both teams. And I think both these people were well under their senior years. They're I think close to a hundred or over a hundred years old. And there was the, the lady for the Vikings as one of the fans for them. I think her name was Millie and right. the Eagles fans were parading around town with banner signs that read blank Millie. Oh, my and goodness. just complete crude stuff. It's just like this lady's a hundred year old. She's just rooting for a football team. Like, why do you have to like personally attack her and insult her with all these kinds of just nasty things? It's like yeah. the ladies, like, what did she ever do to you besides know, literally man. root for a team that you were going up against? Like, come on, like, like football should be bigger than that. It shouldn't have come down to like, oh, you're wearing that jersey. I hope you die. Like, stuff, you know, just people getting ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, that all that being said, I digress. Um, uh, but you know, we don't just talk about football here, right? You know, we, we have discussed baseball and I, I know granted we are going into football season. So I am a little biased. We had, we do have more to talk about because yes. it's just around the corner. Yeah. Um, but one of the other things that's coming up, uh, you know me, Luke, I love mixed martial arts and I love watching UFC fights. Uh, oh the, yeah. That's where they do karate with each other, right? Yeah. They all just take turns karate chopping each other's <laughs> neck to see who gets knocked out first. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this weekend is a pretty, uh, a pretty good event. It's going to be uh Khabib versus uh Poirier. Um, and both of these guys, I, what is the welterweight division? Um, they're, they're going for the championship uh, to unify the belts. And both of them have great potential to knock the other one out. Like they both have heavy hands. So it, I think it'll be an explosive match. Uh, hopefully, uh, I know sometimes it could, it could be almost disappointing because I know sometimes you can watch like a super heavyweight fight or and, you know, you think, oh, man, someone's going to get knocked out. And then these two guys just end up gassing, but not with their division, because all the guys in their in their class and their league, they just uh, they have the speed, they have accuracy, they have power and it's anyone can win, essentially. Yeah. So I'm definitely excited to watch that. Hopefully, Who are you going for? Um, It's you know, it's a little tough uh, because I don't want to get like too political or whatever here. Um, and I don't know if that's even the right word to use, but the, the last time I saw Khabib fight, it was him versus Conor McGregor. And I know you don't necessarily like Conor McGregor because of his cockiness and the way he insults people and stuff. Um, I I, like an Eagles fan. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, but I, I kind of weirdly enough, I did kind of get drawn to that. Maybe just cause my, you know, my little bit of Irish heritage I have. I, so I thought, Oh, Conor McGregor, he's, you know, this cocky little, he's, he was one of the first guys. I'll say this. He's one of the, uh, one of the few guys in the UFC who can talk crap and back it up. That's true. So I like, it was kind of one of those things where, Hey, you know what? Fine. I'll, I'll root for him occasionally. Um, and so I was, I was rooting for him against Khabib, but Khabib destroyed him. Like it wasn't even a contest, just ground, uh, got him down on the ground, choked him out or whatever. He, he got the title from him easily. Right. However, after Khabib won the fight, I don't know if you were there or if you saw any of these highlights, uh, Khabib's coaches and himself like started an all out brawl with Conor McGregor's corner, his oh coaches and like just came in throwing sucker punches on Conor McGregor after the fight was over. This is the dude is about to get crowned UFC champion and he just comes in and does this. And like, I know I've seen times where people have talked a lot of crap and I'm not making any excuses for Connor because he did insult the guy on multiple levels talking about his religion, whatever else. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying I would necessarily like going that far myself. I would do it personally. It's it's a little over the line, um, but it's just one of the it just kind of tarnished the night. Like it's bad enough, you know, when, you know, say your fighter loses. Like I said, I was rooting for Connor, um, you know, not necessarily the insults because they were a little over the line, but the. Um, but just the reaction that happened afterward, you know, because there was uh, there were other fights where uh, it was Chael Sonnen versus uh, 
uh, Anderson, the spider Silva and Chael Sonnen was basically the Conor McGregor character, just throwing off insults, saying all kinds of crap about, uh, Brazil. The, uh, that's uh, Anderson Silva's country, uh, himself, his wife, whatever else. And, and Anderson Silva beat him. And so yeah. I was, I was happy when that happened. Cause I was just like, Oh dude, you kept running your mouth. You deserve to lose. You deserve to get beat. But what was awesome is Anderson Silva is such a great champion and a great fighter. That's why I loved watching him. He even went so far as to, after the fight, extend, like, like hey, Chael Sonnen, you want to come over to my house for a barbecue? Like, I'll gladly invite you over and we can hang That's out. That's cool, like, yeah. Like, he just, he's this humble champion. He's this nice guy. Um, so I loved seeing stuff like that. And for the first time in UFC history, after the Khabib versus McGregor fight, that was, I'm just kind of like, I don't like the guy that much, uh, Khabib, for what he, because I'm just like, like I said, I don't, I don't care for certain insults that Connor was throwing. They were over the line. I completely admit. And I know people have used that to then justify like, well, you're going to run your mouth that much. You better be prepared to take everything. Cause he, you know, he was saying whatever else, like I said, um, insulting him th- uh, throughout the whole conferences leading up to the fight. And, you know, so people were like, well, if you're going to insult the guy that hard, you better again, be prepared. He, he came out fighting to defend, uh, defend himself in that way. But, once the bell rings and the fight's over, that's it. Like that's, it's done. Leave it yeah. alone and move on. But he didn't do that. So I, all that being said, uh, even though he's a great fighter, um, I'm rooting for Dustin, uh, Poyer, uh, but I don't think he's going to pull it off. Right. Uh, he's again, he's got knockout power, but I don't think he's going to be able to stop Khabib because Khabib has got a great takedown game, great ground and pound, just great hands in general. So I don't think he's Dustin's ready for what's coming. Well, I'll root for him too. Yeah. So, but uh, let's see uh, from there. Uh, I, you know, we, John brought it in uh, a couple weeks back about just like odd sports things. Uh huh. I actually recently heard about this odd sports story and I'd like to tell you about it, Luke, because I don't know if you know this, but uh-huh. did you ever hear about the baseball game that was played at the North Pole? What? Yeah. A base- How does that work? What direction does the ball fall? Dude. Okay. So let me go into this, right? It was, it was a uh, team of um, uh, U.S. Navy men who took a submarine. It was the, uh, let's see here, the USS Sea Dragon. And it was led by uh, Captain Alfred S. McLaren. So they took. Oh, yeah. That guy's cool. <laughs> Wait, so do you know the story? No. I was about to say. But, uh, but yeah, so they, they took the submarine full of uh, the different troops and everything. And he he had them set up a baseball diamond specifically in certain areas. And let me just break this down to you, right? So this this all took place on um, <clears throat> excuse me, twenty fifth of August, nineteen sixty. Dude, when, that was like a week ago. Totally, yeah, just yesterday. Um, but so they had teams of nine players each. When they laid out the baseball diamond, <laughs> generally at flat, uh, quite still rugged ice surface with a base placed at each point of the diamond. Uh, the pitcher's mound was located at the center of the diamond. You know, typical baseball layout. Yeah. Uh, positioned at our best estimate of the North Pole. The baseball diamond was then aligned that the following interesting slash amusing things would occur during the course of the game. So here we go. First, if the batter hit a home run, he would circumnavigate the world as he ran around the bases to home hey. plate. Second, if the batter hit the ball to right field, the ball would have to go across the international date line into tomorrow. Hey. And if the ball player from the opposing team in right field caught the ball and threw it, threw it back towards the pitcher's mound, he would be throwing the ball back into yesterday. Oh. 
during the game sliding into the bases on the sea, on the sea ice took a whole new meaning and we were never sure what just what the day would actually uh, just what day we actually completed the game the baseball was used supposedly uh but yeah the baseball we used is supposedly in the baseball hall of fame so that's awesome yeah that's like it, the coolest thing i've ever heard and i, I, like, I wish i could have been a part of that game yeah i'd like to give a shout out to uh i think it's uh B- uh, baseball nuggets uh, blogspot.com uh, that's where i got the excerpt from the article and then also uh aaron Mankey, uh if you guys don't know who that is uh, i got i listened to this from his podcast of the cabinet of curiosities he covered this story um in more in depth and kind of read off the same details where again you're being one spot you throw the ball across and you cross that dateline to where you're throwing either into the past or the future or whatever so it's just kind of funny how all that played out and i was like man i wonder if luke's heard about this because i know he's a baseball fan yeah wow i I never heard about that i know it, it's just this, these weird stories and and great uh, if you guys if you guys want to check it out aaron Mankey's cabinet of curiosities he covers tons of weird stories like this but i figured this one would be perfect for the sports segment to just kind of highlight and talk about again and i you know if you guys haven't heard about it you know hey you just learned something new today there was a game played at the north pole that's the kind of creativity this nation needs exactly i'm so proud of them for doing that <laughs> this is why america wins they're such geniuses I know, dude. I, I could you imagine being being a part of that in history? It, it just sounds epic. But you know, hey, maybe we can be like the second or third team up there. <laughs> hey, one of these days, I want to do a slip and slide kickball game or something. Oh my gosh! Have you ever seen those? Uh, I Where think you put so. Put a kiddie pool at each base, mm-hmm. and, and then, everything else is just slip and slide. Yeah, it's just like it's like water soaps. Yeah. Like we slide quicker and all that stuff. That's as close as I'll ever get to playing at the North Pole. Yep. But, hey, it, it would be definitely fun, something worth uh, maybe next summer. You know, we'll see what we can do if we get a team of people together. Oh, definitely. But, you know, folks, I think it's that time of the night where me and Luke must sadly say goodbye and rest our beautiful eyes for the, the morning ahead. That's right. But, we have an entire week ahead. Yeah. I think. Uh. I, yeah. Sadly, I think I'm even going to have to work Saturday because <laughs> because of this three-day weekend. So Really? Yeah. Yeah. Looking, looking forward to that. But, uh, you know, all that being said, folks, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope you listen to the next episode. And uh, again, leave any comments on our Facebook feed, Instagram, if there's anything else you want us to cover, talk about, or you just want to leave a review. Like we said, go to Apple iTunes, leave that five star, and we'll, we'll get out there. We'll be more popular. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Goodbye.